like to welcome everybody. Thank you for being here today. Welcome to Stroudsville. I know some people are still finding seats. We've got the pleasure tonight of our brother Dale Murray. He's going to be leading us in some praise and worship songs. We just wanted to welcome you to Stroudsville, and a little bit later we'll have roll call and announcements, but it's good to have you. Thank you for coming. Hope you enjoy the lesson tonight, and certainly want you to stay for our meal afterwards. So I'm going to turn the service over to Dale, and he'll lead us out in song. Sing out for me. Each day I'll do a golden deed by helping those who are in need. My life on earth is but a span, and so I'll do the best I can. Life's evening sun is sinking evening sun is sinking low, a few more days and I must go to meet the deeds that I have done, where there will be no setting sun. Every time I kneel to pray, I open up my heart to the Yeah. 
Every time I close my eyes, I feel the sweet embrace of my Lord. But I don't know why so many things always seem to get in the Okay, basis, help me out. I'm going to trade my earthly home for a better one, bright and fair. Christ left to prepare a mansion for his children in the air. I'll join him in that land where tears nor sorrow can be found. When I receive my mansion, robe and crown, mansion, robe and a crown, there peace. mansion, robe and crown, the weather there is always fair, there's sunshine day and night, no cold nor rain will fall there, for the sunshine's ever bright, I'll need no heavy garments, I'll just wrap my robe around, when I receive my mansion, robe and crown, mansion, robe and crown there love will always abound let me your throne surround Lord please serve a mansion robe and crown my head is bowed and bloody now from the work that I've tried to do but one day I'll be rewarded with a crown so bright and new I'll wear a smile so bright that there'll be no cause for a frown When I receive my mansion, robe and crown Mansion, robe and a crown There love will always abound Let me your throne surround Robe and crown. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. You know, the Lord liveth and blessed be the rock and let the God of my salvation be exalted. Lord liveth and blessed be the rock. 
walk and let the God of my salvation be exalted. I will call upon the Lord, who is worthy to be prayed. So shall I be saved from my enemy. You know the Lord liveth, and blessed be the rock, and let the God of my salvation be exalted. Lord liveth, and blessed be the rock, and let the God of my salvation be exalted. I will call upon the to you. 
desire and I long to worship you. I want you more than gold or silver, only you can satisfy. You alone are the real joy giver and the apple of my eye. You How do you explain, how do you describe a love that goes from east to west and runs as deep as it is wide? You know all our hopes, Lord, you know all our fears, and words cannot express the love we feel. But we long for you to hear. So listen to our hearts. Hear our spirits sing. A silver praise that flows from those you have redeemed. We will use the words we know to tell you what and all. God you are, but words are not enough to tell you of our love, so listen to our hearts. If words could fall like rain from these lips of mine, and if I had a thousand years, I would still run out of time. So if you listen to my heart, every beat would say, thank you for the life, thank you for the truth, and thank you for the way. So listen to our hearts, hear our spirits sing, a song of praise that tell you of our love, so listen to our heart. Good evening. Tonight I'll be reading from Matthew 28, verses 16 through 20. I'll be reading from the New King James Version. Then the disciples went away into Galilee to the mountain which Jesus had appointed for them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. 
Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things I have commanded you to do, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Pray together. God, our Father, our King, we are so humbled, Father. We exalt you, Lord, above all. We're thankful, Father, for all that you do for us, Father. All the ways you work in our lives, Father, all the ways that you allow us to to see you, uh, to see your word. Father, we're so grateful for uh, this evening. We're so grateful, Father, for uh, the foresight of, of leaders of this, your church and this community, Father, had to, um, to create a time, Father, where uh, young people from, from multiple congregations, Father, can, can come together, Father, and uh, worship you, Father, where they can, Father, have opportunities to uh, build relationships, Father. We pray, Lord, that uh, you'll... Bless all the young people, Father, who are here this evening. We're thankful for their commitment, Father, for their uh, choice to be here, uh, to want to come and, and worship you, Father, and, and praise you. And uh, Father, we pray that uh, you'll help them, Father, as they uh, live their lives, Father, that they will always have that commitment to you, Father, that it will uh, continue to strengthen, that you'll continue, Father, to help them grow. And uh, Father, we know uh, that there's so many things, Father, we can look at in the world, Father, that are negative, uh, but Lord, being here tonight, Father, we see uh, the positive. Uh, we see, Father, the, the good work that, that you are doing. Uh, we see the, those forces, Father, that are here worshiping, Father, uh, those forces that will uh, worship you for years to come, Lord. We pray, Lord, that you'll bless all of us, Father, that you'll help us. Uh, to always make the right decisions, that you'll always help us to see where we fall short, to help and, and strengthen us every day. Lord, we want to pray for uh, not just tonight's area-wide, Father, but uh, this whole year, Father, we just pray for, for all the speakers, Father, all the time uh, that's put in uh, to these events, Father. We just pray that you'll bless all of them, Father, bless all those who attend, and uh, just help us, Father, as your people, uh, to find ways to, to reach out to uh, constantly seek those, Father, who, who don't know you. Uh, we're so grateful, Father, for your plan and how, Father, you have allowed us to know you. And we pray, Lord, that you'll help us to uh, be mindful of that sacrifice daily, to be mindful, Father, of your Son and how he uh, gave up heaven, Father, to come uh, to this earth, Father, to, to be a man, to, uh, to, to go through, Father, the different temptations that we face on a daily basis, Father, and how he was able to overcome, Father, and how he overcame that grave, died on that cross, Father, because that love that he has for us. Thank you so much, Father. It's in his name we pray. Amen. For the next two songs before the lesson, if we could all please stand. We shall assemble on the mountain, we shall assemble at the throne, with humble hearts into his presence. 
bring an offering of song, glory and honor and dominion unto the Lamb, unto the King. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. We sing the song of the At the end of our journey, we shall bow down on bended knee, and with the angels up in heaven, we'll sing the song of victory, glory and honor and dominion unto the Lamb, unto the King. Heavenly armor will enter the land. The battle belongs to the Lord. No weapon that's fashioned against us will stand. The battle belongs to the Lord. And we sing glory, honor, power, and strength to the Lord. And we sing glory, honor. Power and strength to the Lord. When the power of darkness comes in like a flood, the battle belongs to the Lord. We change up a standard, the power of His blood. The battle belongs to the Lord. And we sing glory, honor, power and strength to the Lord. Presses in hard, do not fear. The battle belongs to the Lord. Take courage, my friend, your redemption is near. The battle belongs to the Lord. And we sing glory, honor, power, and strength to the Lord. And we sing glory, honor. Power and strength to the Lord. Please be seated. So glad Dale led that song for us tonight because we are in a spiritual warfare. Amen. Amen. Wow. (laughs) Our theme is heavy, and I appreciate the graphic that our um, administrative assistant here at Stroudsville found. She uh, did a good job of a young person carrying a very heavy load. You can tell they're sweating and having a hard time. And I guess uh, graphically, that's how I feel like a lot of our young people are going through life right now. There's a tremendous burden on our young folks who are, who are faced with a myriad of decisions about life, um, choices. There's all kinds of unique peer pressures that are going on. And uh, I just want to Bring a lesson tonight that's a tribute to our young people, a special prayer for you, 
And um, so our theme basically is a series that we're going to be bringing for the area wides. It's about tough issues, tough issues. And um, these are topics that young people face today, topics that I did not face as a young person when I was growing up. Life was a little bit simpler, and we're going to talk about that as we get into our lesson tonight. But I wanted to say, first of all, as a tribute to all of our young people, thank you for being here tonight. You had a lot of places you could have chosen to be, but you chose to be here at Stroudsville to hear a message about God, spirituality, the challenges in spiritual warfare. And so I just want to say thank you to each and every young person who is here tonight. I appreciate your choice to be here. I also appreciate, as an older person, some of the challenges that you're facing And I would like um, just to offer prayer, if you'll join me for a moment, just a prayer on behalf of our young people and the spiritual warfare that they face as they go out into the world and confront sin. But the good news is, as Dale pointed out, thank you, Dale, for a great job leading us. And Dale was at Lylewood all weekend, along with some other volunteers. You guys are tired. Thank you for being here tonight. I appreciate Dale's had energy to sing. Thank you. But the battle does belong to the Lord And uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Just ask a special blessing on the church uh, and the youth of our church. Father, we pray that you will bless our young people. We love and appreciate them so much for being our future. When we look around and see youth, we see the future of the church, our future leaders, our future teachers, shepherds in the church, deacons, missionaries, preachers. And Father, just bless them in this horrific battle they often fight. I, Lord, I can't really even begin to understand the peer pressure they must face, some of the difficulties they face in our public school systems and in and, uh, and places of work where they're having to take a stand and let their light shine for Jesus. So often the world heckles and makes fun of. It berates those who hold up Christian values. And so we just want to ask a special blessing on the heavy burden that they face as they take the church into the future, Father, when we're dead and gone, when we're buried, and they are the church of the future, Lord, we ask a special blessing on them. Give them strength. Give them endurance and faith to lift you up. And, Father, I thank you for the blessing of our youth. We pray for youth leaders, those who are are giving uh, uh, classes and teaching and encouraging our young people as they fight uh, sin each day. Help us to help them put on their spiritual armor. Father, we pray that we'll, through our own personal example, let them see love and gracious spirit and strong faith in the church. Bless our youth, Father. Bless them for being here tonight. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. In my next slide, I just make a statement, and I hope that you older people like me agree that the issues you face today, young people, seem to be a lot more complex than the issues that we were facing as young people. And uh, I got to thinking about, uh, you know, an ice cream store, Baskin and Robbins. You know, think of it when we were growing up, it was Baskin and Robbins 5, right? Pretty simple. You got five flavors. Now you go in, it's Baskin and Robbins 31. What I mean by that? Well, in the next slide, we have an example. When I was growing up, it's pretty much sex Drugs, yes, mini skirts were big back then, right? It was a, a divisive issue in the church. Sex, drugs, mini skirts, drag racing, and rock and roll. That was it. Oh, yeah, and there was mixed swimming, a big deal. 
back when I was growing up, I promise. Yeah, you're looking at me like you're kidding, right? No, that was the deal. It was a big deal, mixed swimming back in the church, hotly debated. Now, today, what are some of the issues that our young people face today? Youth minister, see if I'm on target. Next slide. Here we go. Gaming and screen time addiction. Parents are like, "Mm mm-hmm, yeah, big deal. Fentanyl deaths. You realize, moms and dads, that your child can sit in their room and on their iPhone order through social media a pill, right? That comes to their door, it's delivered, and they can take that pill, it's a recreational drug, which might be laced with fentanyl that could be deadly. Those are the realities that our young people are facing today. And if you watch Dr. Phil, it's happening. It's happening in our society today. Fentanyl, opioid addiction. Now, another thing that we're seeing uh, is a hot item is the gender transitions. Hormone blockers, uh, pronoun uses. This is happening in our public schools. What pronoun do you choose to use? Who do you identify with? These are things that we never dreamed would happen when we're young people. Am I on target, guys? Okay, I got a thumbs up. Then you've got uh, the nuns. How many of y'all know what a nun is? Okay, I'll explain. A nun, according to the Barna Group, is a young person who's grown up in a fairly stable home environment, maybe a religious environment where they identified with a particular religious religious affiliation. And so when they become old enough or maybe attend university, they say, you know what, I'm not that anymore. I don't believe in God. I'm not even going to go to this church or that church. I'm nothing. I'm a nun. And I'll be a nun the rest of my life. I don't even believe in a God out there. And so they've walked away from any kind of faith whatsoever. No affiliation, no loyalty to a religious group at all. There are none. That area seems to be growing in our youth circles. Suicide rates are going up. One of the leading causes of death in young people today. Cutting. I never heard of that when I was growing up. Now you guys hear of it all the time, right? Cutting. People cut themselves. Self-harm. Pro-choice advocates, LGBTQ marches. My wife and I were talking about this. When we were going up, people involved in certain lifestyles kept them private. It was a very private choice that they made. Now it's in your face. And if you don't approve or agree with that particular lifestyle, you're the hater. You're the one who has the problem. You're the one who's lacking a progressive mentality. It's sad. Drag queen story time in the libraries across our nation, coming to a city near you. Check these things out. It's true. These are the things that our young people are facing today. Now, just recently, I had the opportunity to watch Matt Walsh. Uh, How many of y'all have seen this documentary? It's stunning. It's stunning. What is a woman? Matt Walsh goes out and asks a very simple question. He goes to university settings, large cities, and asks, What is a woman? Now there seems to be a lot of confusion in our society about what is a woman. Um, Honestly, if my grandparents were alive and they heard this kind of decision or discussion going on in our country, they're like, have you lost your mind, America? What has happened to you? What happened to common sense? What happened to just basic intelligence 
God created man. God created woman. That's who we are. We can learn to like it and identify as either a male or female, but no. You see, society is pushing all of these things on us. It's whatever you decide you are. It doesn't have anything to do with your genetic makeup or your chromosomes. This is strange. This is a bizarre world that we're facing. Matt Walsh, just out of curiosity, uh, started exploring and wrote a book about a little boy that wanted to identify as a walrus. Have you all heard of this? True story. So uh, Matt Walsh wrote a book about a little boy that wanted to be called a walrus at school. Now, children laugh at that. They think that's hilarious. You can't be a walrus. Well, can a little boy be a woman? I mean, it's insane that we're facing these things in our society. You want to know why I prayed for our young people? Here you go. Dr. Phil, uh, we see Matt Walsh also as a guest on the Dr. Phil show. We see a, a woman who's trans over here on his left uh, who is trying to make a case for trans. I thought Matt did a pretty good job on this particular show. But these are the things that we as a society are facing today. Uh, I had a friend from Stroudsville share with me a YouTube video, and uh, if I can have the next slide, you'll see that Ben Shapiro, how many of y'all have heard of Ben Shapiro? Uh, Ben is uh, basically an employee for the Daily Wire, a very um, strong advocacy group for Christian morals out in the world. I'm sure Ben gets a lot of fan mail. I'm saying that satirically. Uh, Ben takes a very strong stand for Christian virtue, And he interviewed a young lady. Uh, This young lady, by the way, decided when she was in her early teens that she wanted to be a boy. She went through uh, a series of hormone blockers and received injections for about a year, year and a half. But this young lady uh, went in and then out of uh, the transgender, transgenderism, and so You can actually find this on YouTube. It's an excellent video. Former transgender teenager shares powerful story about going in and out of transgenderism. So I appreciate the fact that our young people are dealing with very heavy topics in their lives. And those of you who are in youth leadership, uh, who are teaching classes in our youth, pray for them. Pray that they, as future members of the church, are, are leading us into this kind of future. It's a scary uh, place that we live in. By the way, the young lady that you see pictured in this video on YouTube, you might want to jot that down, Ben Shapiro, The Daily Wire, former transgender teenager. It's a great video. It's about 20 minutes long. She's very articulate. She's able to say precisely why she went into what she went into. It was basically for approval. She was getting a lot of online likes from people. Her life basically revolved around social media. And, um, and so her self-worth, if you will, was defined by what social media thought of her. It's a scary place to be. And so this drove her into a very, very dark place in her life. And, and now as a young woman in her 20s, she's able to explain to us what happened, why she did it, and how to avoid it as parents and teens. So as we move into our lesson, my question as we approach this is, as a young person, how do you navigate your spiritual life? How do you walk through a minefield of so many areas that can trip you up spiritually? There's so many areas that are counter to Christianity. How do you distinguish between the truth and the lies? It's a fair question, wouldn't you say? 
How do I know what's true? Even if the media chooses to lie to me, even if social media tells me things that are true that are in fact lie, how do we know which direction to go as a Christian young person? What I want to do tonight, I want to look at three key ideas. And so if you're making a note, just write one, two, three. These key ideas uh, introduce our heavy theme, our heavy topics. Number one, I brought a lesson series a few months ago called The Old Paths. The old paths. The idea is that God says to us ever since the beginning, I will lead you, I will guide you, I will show you the best life possible. Obey me. Follow my will. We know that God communicates to us through his word, through the Holy Bible, the old paths. Now, the world, think of it, is giving us opportunities all the time to say, hey, over here, this is the direction you need to go. This is fun. Try this. This is more fulfilling. You're enlightened now. You've been educated. Don't listen to what your parents told you. You see, they're pushing you continually to get off the old path. But yet your parents and your Bible class teachers, those who love you, are saying, no, stay on the old path because the old path brings you life. And so you have to choose which direction you're going to take, the old path or the new path. Jeremiah chapter 6 and verse 16, Jeremiah is warning God's people who had fallen into all kinds of corruption and idolatry. He said, This is what the Lord says, people. Listen, stand by the roads and look and ask for the ancient paths. And those ancient paths, he says, it's where the good way is. And walk in it. Find rest for your souls. But they said, we will not walk in it. You see, Jeremiah was trying to warn them, obey God. Choose the old paths. Follow what God has taught you because it will bring rest for your souls. They refused, and we know as a result, it ended up in 70 years of captivity in a foreign land. You see, I like the parallel there because when we choose not to be obedient to God, we all become slaves of something that will ultimately destroy us. God says if you stay on the old paths, if you stay obedient and submit to me, It's not always easy, but it will bring you the best life possible. Stay on the old paths. Do things God's way. Deuteronomy 5.33, using the New Living Translation, Stay on the path that the Lord your God has commanded you to follow. Then you will live long and prosperous lives in the land you're about to enter and occupy. Let's turn to Jeremiah chapter 18. Give you a moment to get your Bibles or your Bible app out. Jeremiah 18. Jeremiah, again, is warning the people to be obedient to God's word. And in Jeremiah 18, beginning in verse 15, if you're there, the Lord says through Jeremiah, Ah, my people, they have forgotten me. They make offerings to false gods. Those gods, those false gods, they made them stumble in their ways, in their ancient roads, and to walk into side roads, not the highway, making their land a horror, a thing to be hissed at forever. 
Everyone who passed by it is horrified and shakes his head. You see, I can see another parallel here, and that is, young people, are you listening? The United States of America has, for a large majority, chosen to abandon God's path. You are the people who are going to remain faithful to God's word, the church of the future. And I want you to remain strong and stay on the old paths. Follow God's directions. Don't allow yourselves to be sidetracked and follow false gods. Don't follow those idols. Don't listen to those who beckon you on the side road saying, over here, over here, this is what brings true happiness. So number one, Stay on the old path. Number two, follow God's word. I appreciate the picture of a young lady who's studying intently and reading God's word. The Bible says out of Psalm 119, your word, Lord, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light into my path. We have a song that we sing about that. One other thing I wanted to mention is point number two in following God's word. That is that God's word is important. You see, society is saying that we have that right. We're, we're enlightened. We're intelligent now. We, we know better. We don't have to follow those old, outdated teachings of God and his Bible. But I want to tell you something that's important. In just a moment, I'm going to ask you to repeat this with me. God's word changes us. We don't change his word. Amen? You see, we go through a transition process, transformation into becoming what God wants us to be. We pick up our cross and we follow him. Those who want to be disciples pick up their cross and follow Jesus. So would you change that or would you repeat that with me? Let's say it together. God's word changes us. We don't change his word. Again, God's word changes us. We don't change his word word. Amen. Amen. God's word changes us. And so we need to remember that we don't have that right to change his word. So number one, stay on the old paths. Follow God's way. It's always the best way. Number two, study the word. Follow the word. Let the word enlighten you. Let it be a lamp unto your feet. And remember that God's word changes us. We don't have a right as a modern and enlightened society to change God's word at all. Resist that temptation. Number three, and finally, the bad news is we do live in a fallen world. You may recall in Genesis 3 when there was the fall, Eve allowed herself to doubt what God said. Satan was present and tempted her. She took that forbidden fruit and partook of it, disobeyed. And so as a result, Adam and Eve were told to leave that garden, never to return the perfection of this world. They lived in a fallen world, and with the sin, the sin that happened in Genesis 3, we see a a ripple effect that affects us all down through the timeline of history. For example, increased labor and childbirth, the toiling of the soil, flies, things that die, death itself, our lifespan is limited. All of these things are consequences of sin. We do live in a fallen world. The good news is, is God, knowing that he would give us the ability to choose, made a way for us to be reconciled to him by sending his own son. Jesus, when he walked on this earth, gave us a message of hope. I'm going to ask you to turn to Matthew 11, Matthew 11, verse 28. I'll give you just a moment to turn to Matthew. We're going to end our lesson with this message from Jesus. 
from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 11. Jesus, as he was walking the earth, gave us an example of how to live, to be submissive to the Father, how to resist sin. Even Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness and was tempted for 40 days and 40 nights. He resisted and never sinned. And then he invites us in Matthew 11. He invites us because he says, are you carrying a burden that is heavy? Do you feel the weight of sin in your life? Do you feel exhausted sometimes trying to do the right thing and and you're worn out? I can relate. And so he says in Matthew 11 and verse 28, if you'll read with me, and I, I love this invitation. He says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden. Those of you that have heavy burdens, and that's what we're talking about tonight. Heavy, the burden of sin, the burden of temptation. It says, bring that heavy burden. Let me bear it for you. He says, I will give you rest. Now, the Lord, if we follow him, does have a yoke he asks us to bear. Being a Christian is not easy, and it is difficult. But he says, please take my yoke and wear that yoke. Learn from me. Put on my yoke. Put on my burden. He says, if you do, if you choose to walk with me and let me help you, he says, you will find rest for your souls. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. Well, our lesson today was a theme of being weighed down by burdens called heavy. And as young people, you face those burdens. But remember that as you walk through life, Jesus invites you to give him the burden. Burdens are lifted at Calvary. If we go to the cross, if we love the Lord, if we follow him and we're obedient to him, he says, I will take the load on myself. You won't walk through life by yourself. My yoke is easy, my burden is light. I'm gentle and lowly in heart. You'll find rest for your souls. I appreciate so much that Jesus came and experienced all the temptations we experience. The Bible says in Hebrews that he was tempted in every way, yet without sin. If you experience a burden, I invite you tonight to let Jesus carry it with you. Give him the burden. Turn it over. Follow the old paths. Follow the word. And remember that we live in a fallen world, but Jesus has invited you to give him your burden, that heavy burden. The invitation is yours tonight. We're going to ask Dale to come and lead us in the invitation song. If you need to respond, we invite you to come. Thank you for your attention tonight. I hope this was a, a good introduction to the topic of heavy. Let's stand and sing together. Dale. Break my heart, dear Lord, tear the barriers down, show me
sin is great and I can see the glory set for me show me Father where to start and gently break my heart my heart is hard We're going to have one more song in just a moment, and I wanted to uh, just do a quick roll call. Did you have some announcements, Ron? Okay, great. Ron will be closing us in prayer after our, our final song. Uh, let's start down here. What groups do we have here tonight? Hillcrest. Hillcrest. Thanks, guys, for coming. We appreciate that so much. And we'll move on back. Hillcrest. We've got Stroudsville Group. All right. Pleasant View. Great. Good to have Pleasant View here. Thank you. All right. Anybody else on this side over here? Hillcrest, Pleasant View. Okay, let's start over here. Bear Waller. Thank you for being here. We appreciate that so much. All right. Hildale. Yeah, our new, our new Hildale Youth Minister present. So good to have you. Thank you, brother, for being here. And uh, I see some Stroudsville people. Anybody else that we missed? All right. Wonderful, wonderful to have you here. Are there any announcements from uh, youth ministers or other, other congregations as we bring the service to a close tonight? Any announcements? Anything we need to know? All right. What's our next area-wide? Who can tell me? Ashland City, October 16th. Ash- Ashland City, October 16th. All right. Thank you. I'm going to uh, turn it back over to Dale for... Our closing song, thank you so much for being here tonight. What an honor to have you. And then Ryan Blunt will lead us in prayer. After we bring in every part, we're going to sing it through one more time. My soul magnifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God. My Savior, my soul magnifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God. My glory be to God the Father and glory be to God.
Appreciate everybody being with us tonight. Just some quick instructions uh, about the food. Uh, we are having pizza. We've got about 165 in attendance, so I need everybody to eat at least two pieces of pizza, please. And you'll go out the back door and kind of go to the left, uh, and we'll be eating in the fellowship hall. If the fellowship hall gets full, uh, we got some overflow seating uh, in the lobby of the new wing and also in classroom one uh, right across. Um, we, forget to, we forgot to announce about communion, didn't we? If anybody needs to partake of communion, you can go ahead and exit now. Go go straight back uh, in classroom one. It's kind of kind of to the right, so we'll give you a minute to to get out and uh, partake of communion. Also, um, what other announcement uh, tonight? We we're going to have volleyball set up in the uh, the backyard over here. I would say courtyard, but we're a country church, so we got a backyard, not a courtyard. So. <laughs> Courtyards right right over there between the uh, new wing and, and, and the Fellowship Hall. Shouldn't be hard to find. Love for y'all to go out there and, and uh, roll some ankles and, and have a good time. So, all right, let's 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 pray. Our, our Heavenly Father, we're just so thankful for tonight and thankful that we can uh, gather together, Lord, as an area-wide and unite, Lord, just uh, for these young people. Lord, we know that they are facing some very heavy things day in, day out. Lord, we pray that they are able to focus their hearts and minds on what's important, and that's you. Lord, just pray that you give them wisdom. Help them to see the way out when temptation uh, comes their way. Lord, please just help them to know that you love them and that their relationship with you is is far more important than uh, being cool and being popular. And, Lord, just uh, help them with some of these very heavy uh, uh, decisions and things that they're, they're going through. Lord, I do ask that you uh, please bless our, our area-wides and uh, uh, please help them be successful and uplifting uh, for our youth or their encouragement, I know, to all the members of our area-wide congregations. Lord, again, we thank you for letting us be here tonight. We ask for your blessings on this food that we're about to eat. Lord, please be with us as we uh, go out uh, throughout the week. Let our Christian lights shine. It's through Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen.